You're listening to Eileen Smith, your digital media tour guide. Welcome back to the Anchor Station. My name is Eileen Smith, and today we are going to talk about WordPress, having a self-hosted WordPress blog. Oh my gosh, it's one of the best things ever on the internet. You have your own home, your own space on the web, and it's just about the most customizable platform that you can use without being a coding wizard. I mean, there's Joomla and there's Drupal, but does anybody even use those anymore? (laughs) Anywho, when it comes to setting up a blog website, sometimes called a blog site or just a blog, WordPress.org is the platform of choice for many, many users. Let me just give you an idea of the websites that run on WordPress. We have Mercedes-Benz, Wired, Time, The Rolling Stone, Beyonce, The Ted Blog, Walt Disney, People, TechCrunch, Facebook Newsroom. (laughs) Okay, Gator Johnny, I just want you to note that Facebook has a WordPress blog. (laughs) The New York Post, the list just goes on and on. In fact, there are millions of WordPress websites WordPress is really popular, as you can see. And one of the reasons it's so popular is because it's open source. The software is open source, which means there it's developed by the community. And the software itself is absolutely free. So let me just make the distinction between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. WordPress.com is hosted Your blog will be hosted on the servers at Automatic. With WordPress.org, you have to go out and purchase your own web hosting. That's the difference. So, the software is free, but if you want your own control over your domain and your server, you have to go out and get hosting. I recommend using SiteGround. I've also used HostGator in the past for web hosting. So that's where the expense comes in at. And that's why a lot of people choose to go with those free platforms that I mentioned yesterday, like Medium and Blogger and WordPress.com. But having a self-hosted WordPress blog is like the top of the food chain. It's the creme de la creme. It's the cherry on top. For podcasters, there is one other alternative that I have not mentioned previously. And I want you to consider this. If you don't want to blog on one of traditional blogging platforms, You love talking, you love podcasting, you love being able to spread your message verbally. 
then you may want to consider hosting with one of the podcasting hosts that I've mentioned before, and that is Lipson. And although it's not a blog at all in the traditional sense, it will give you that internet home that I've been talking about with traditional blogging. You can add your own custom domain, or you can use your show slug, in other words, the name of your show. So, for example, with mine, it's Miss Eileen Speaks. Dot Lipson.com. Same way it is on WordPress.com and on Blogger. So there is this other option that I want to mention to you because I don't want folks who just hear the word blog and hear blogging and just get automatically turned off. What this gives you the opportunity to do is also to have an about page. You can have a contact page, which means very easy for you to build an email list with this option. And I don't want to neglect to mention that Blueberry offers something similar. It's called Blueberry Sites. So check out those two options. But I do want to impress upon you the importance of having your own site And then you can use social media to promote your site and send people back to your home on the web. I know you have something to say about this topic. I know you have questions about everything we talked about, about blogging in the last couple of days. So please, please, please call in with your feedback, your questions. Let me know. Do you have a blog? Do you have more than one blog? Or have you been inspired to start blogging today? is Tina Diane. I love, love, love the segment on blogging. I have been blogging since 2009, so quite a while. And um, I used to just blog about my life. No, no really rhyme or reason. Like just, I would just blog about my life and I'd go back and write poems and talk about my day. Um, Now I have anchor for that, so I don't need it. (laughs) But um, now I am actually starting a new blog for work at home moms. Just started it. So it's brand, brand new. Um, but I'm going to try and monetize it one day so that I can actually get income from my blog. My cousin is a you, she's huge in the blogging community. Um, it's thrifty little mom. If you've never heard of her, go check out her site. Um, and she gives tips and tricks for moms, um, you know, how to save money. Well, she got so big that she was able to, to write her own book. Live, save, spin, repeat is the name of her book. And I'm so proud of her. But anyway, now she does workshops and stuff for her blogs and helps people create their own blogs. And so because of her, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get on this bandwagon. I love to write. I love to talk. Um, I need to, I need to start this. So I just started my blog, but it's brand new and there's only about four, maybe five, um, entries in it. But I would love some tips and tricks from you if you have any to kind of help me know where to go to be able to monetize it and, um, actually make it where I can actually have income from my blog. I would love that. If you are interested in checking out my blog, like I said, there's not really much there right now, but it's SheenaDiane.com, and it's just basically tips for work-at-home moms, kind of what I do on my podcast. 
um, which I will start adding my podcast to them too, as soon as I figure out how. So would love to hear from you. Thanks for that. I loved this episode. I just recorded a quick video to help answer some questions and to wrap up today's episode. So I'm going to upload that video on the clipper tool and uh, so you guys can hear the audio. We're going to finish up talking about WordPress and we're also going to cover a little bit about RSS feeds and I share a couple of my tools that you guys may want to use. So stay tuned. That's coming right at you. We've been talking about blogging for the last two days over on the Anchor Show. And today I want to wrap up this conversation by actually taking you behind the scenes on a WordPress.org blog. It's my blog, EileenSmith.com. And just so happens that the folks from WordPress or Automatic, because Automatic is the parent company of WordPress, they released an update to the latest version of the software. And when you push an update, they now have a screen that walks you through what some of the changes are. So let's just see what's going on. And uh, here we have major customizer improvements, code error checking, and more. Welcome to an improved customizer workflow with design drafts, locking, scheduling, and preview links. What's more, code syntax highlighting and error checking will make for a clean and smooth site building experience. Finally, if all that wasn't pretty great, We've got a great new gallery widget and improvements to theme, browsing, and switching. Hmm, so it lets you more uh, smoothly flow in between different themes. So one of the things that makes WordPress unique, I mentioned it earlier, was the fact that it's open source. So even though the WordPress software is what they call the core is developed by the folks at Automatic. They make that available for developers to develop something that's really unique. And I know you've probably heard of it before. If you're a blogger, you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. but if you haven't blogged on WordPress before, you'll be pleased to know that one of the things that makes it so unique is something called plugins and I'll just go over to the plugin area where you can add more plugins and these are some of the featured ones here are the popular ones and I think we want to go through the popular ones because the featured ones are mostly the ones that are from the folks at automatic but these Popular ones are the ones that have been uh, developed by third-party developers. And they many times offer a freemium version, meaning that you can have a free version of their plugin that really entices you to upgrade to a paid version. But it adds a lot of functionality. And one of the ones that I talked about on the podcast before, in fact, is this one right in the middle here, it's the Yoast SEO plugin 
please be sure to go back to the blog, EileenSmith.com, and you'll see when I met Yost DeVolk, who is the lead developer of this plugin. And just click that on here, and it gives you an idea of some of the things that this plugin will do for you. And this is an SEO plugin, and SEO is search engine optimization, and it gives you a walkthrough of what you'll get with this plugin. And this plugin has uh, been rated in the WordPress repository, because that's where all of the plugins reside, the free ones, uh, based on 17,000 ratings. It's got a five-star rating, and there's only been a few, a handful of four-star ratings, but for the most part, 16,000 of the five-star ratings just make it overall a five-star rated plugin. And uh, Yoast is absolutely brilliant. And then there's other plugins here that I want to bring to your attention. Let's see. Here's one for um, caching. Total caching. That's something that helps your website load faster. You know, they want your websites to load quickly. So there's a plugin that does that. Let me just scroll down and see what else we have on this popular page. Let's go to the next page. You know, exploring the plugin area gives you an idea of what you can do with your WordPress blog, how you can extend it so that you can optimize what you're getting out of your blog and what you're offering to your readers. So there's a few more, some that integrate with WordPress, some that have to do with mailing and setting up tables. Let's just say you're really a scientific uh, blogger or you do a lot of tabular work and the, your readers are into that as well. So these are embed beautiful and feature rich tables into your posts and pages. You know, there's just all kinds of things. Events calendar is something that everybody can relate to. Here's a really nice one that's got 600,000 active installations and it's got a four and a half star rating. So that's saying a lot. So I wanted to cover that question about WordPress blogs and also Sheena Diane. She called in and she said that she has uh, just got started on her blog. Now, look at this. Sheena Diane has is a work-at-home mom. And here you go. I just absolutely love how she's got this header here that types out, My name is Sheena Diane, and I am, uh, and it fills in, work-at-home mom. And then that goes away, and then it fills in blogger. And then that goes away, and it fills in freelance writer. Now, you would have to have a really ex uh, expensive developer to do that, but she's probably using a plugin to do that, I would imagine, or maybe it's built into her theme. And so just really all the things that you can do with WordPress uh, my daughter has the Anti-Hustle book. And by the way, that book is now available on Amazon. Go to Eileen.link 
slash anti-hustle. But on her blog, she has the book available over there as well. And my daughter has, you know, she has a web design company, so she does have a developer working there as well. But she's got a page for events. She's, you know, she's got a whole calendar of events because they do a weekly mastermind. In fact, they're doing one this evening. There's a whole real estate league, which is like a membership site. See how quickly this blog is responding. So she's really got her SEO and all of that response time down pat. She's got a podcast, the Better Than Success podcast. Make sure you subscribe. So just so you can see that there's so many different things you can do with a WordPress.org blog. The possibilities are just beyond the scope of this podcast. And with that, I wanted to kind of wrap up this conversation. I do have one more question that I need to answer. And that came in from Barbara from the Why Struggle podcast. And Barbara asked about RSS feeds. And in closing, I just want to say that when you have a blog or a podcast or even a YouTube channel, they all have separate RSS feeds. Now, what you can do is use various tools because you can't combine all those RSS feeds into one. There used to be some tools back in the day, one that comes to mind it was called Yahoo Pipes, but it went away because it's a little tricky. But there's a few tools that you can use so that you can uh, add those RSS feeds in there and they will produce a stream of, let's say, on Twitter. So that if every time you publish a new uh, blog post, it'll post on Twitter automatically. Every time you post a new YouTube video, it'll post on Twitter, Twitter automatically. And one of those tools is called Zapier. Z-A-P-I-E-R. And uh, I use that tool for some Twitter publishing. And also there's another one that's called I-F-T-T-T. Hey, Ms. Eileen, it's Barbara J. Faison of the Why Struggle Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to, number one, listen and answer to my question and to provide additional supplemental information. I think the part that I'm confused about is if I push my Why Struggle Podcast through Anchor out using their RSS feed and then I go and use a Libsyn or a Bur Burberry or somebody like that for my larger one, I think I'm getting caught in the weeds of how that works because at one time I did have an RSS feed on my blog post a thousand years ago and I think it was through feed burner I'm not even sure now it's been so long so just kind of getting lost in the weeds of do they all kind of merge together or how that works because I would like to push anchor out but I don't want to have it get confused when I go to do my other podcast thank you so much I love ya if this, then that. So that's the best way you can manage to get those RSS feeds going out through your, your Twitter or your, they can also post to Facebook and or uh, Instagram, however you set them up. 
um, Zapier does have some free things there, but then you can upgrade for more um, and more sophisticated uh, processes. In other words, not just one step, but then it could go to another step. To, let's say you want to tweet your blog posts. You want to also send it to Facebook, but then if there's an image, you want it to go to Instagram or you want it to also feed into a spreadsheet. So you have them all in the spreadsheet. That's something that you can do with Zapier because they have tons of integrations. So with that, that's going to wrap up our NADPOD POMO for November the 29th. Thanks so much. I will still be around. So hang in there. I may be calling into your station next. Talk to you later. Hey, Barbara, I did answer your question. I hope that you understand that. Yes, those are going to be three different RSS feeds. The only way to keep things from being confused, and I'm not sure who you're worried about being confused. Are you worried about being confused yourself with your workflow? Or are you worried about confusing your audience now, if you're worried about confusing your audience, that is an issue. That is something you need to think about. And the best thing that you can do is just educate them. You know, just like I always come on and say that I have another podcast. And I hope by now everybody knows that I have a YouTube channel. So you just have to educate people and let people know um, it also helps if you're going to name your other podcast something totally different. And perhaps you're talking about a different topic. If you're not talking about a different topic than what you're talking about on your Anchor podcast, I seriously think you should consider keeping them. I wouldn't, uh, keeping them as one. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't finish that sentence. I actually have them separate only because I already had the other podcast. So I anchor is really a supplemental content to the original podcast. And because of, you know, the short, shorter nature of the episodes and uh, segments here on anchor. But if I had it all to do over again, I would just have the one and since you don't have your setup yet, I would recommend just to do one if they're going to be the same topic. If they're going to be different topics, then you don't have to worry about folks getting confused because they will know just based on the titles of your content. So hopefully that further answers your question. I so do appreciate you and uh, thank you so much for the question. Bye for now. Hey guys, I do want to give some special, special shout outs 
on this particular episode because you guys have just been loving up this content, sharing it and applauding and commenting. I really appreciate you. And I want to start off with Sheena Diane. I gave your website 15 minutes of fame in my video. Well, actually it was more like 15 seconds, but you know what I'm saying. Abe Martinez, always appreciate you. My girl, Terry Johnson online, Dr. Dan Trina from Talk with Trina and Prison News. I appreciate you guys and I'm so glad that you found some value in this content. And if you have any blogging questions or struggles, or if you just want to chat and say hi, call in again and I'll talk to you guys later. This is really going to be the wrap up for this episode where I'm talking about WordPress.org. We got into the plugins and we got into the RSS feeds and some really cool tools. Talk to you later.